With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I can hear you. 
Good evening. Welcome back again. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are glad you could be with us tonight. We're in the Apple Valley studio tonight for Pretty Three Claim Bishop, founder and overseer of the Greater All Nations Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ, Honorable Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore. Tonight we are in for Learners Lounge Thursday, and we are so elated that you have the awesome opportunity to be here with us in Radio Land. So we're just so grateful that that are going to be in our platforms, TikTok, Facebook, and on Radio Land from Blog Talk Radio calling in. We're just so elated that you chose for us to participate tonight. You could have been doing email on this Thursday night, but you decided to listen in, and we're grateful for that. As we delve tonight into the Word of God, the doctor will be teaching, potentially preaching, on Thursday night. So we love Learner's Lounge Thursday because it's where we get to get our pencils and our notepads, and we have this awesome opportunity to learn, and so that's great. And now it is time for Inspiration Thursday, and tonight what I wanted to talk about 
kind of piggybacking off what I talked about last week about biblical theology. Now, for those of you that don't know what theology is, theology is a study of the Bible. That's what it references. And when you are a theologian, you go to seminary school of the light, you are studying God's holy word. So whether biblical theology is simply put, like I was saying, it's a study of the Bible, but it's not our own theology that we thought up in our mind. It is actually the adaptation of us studying God's holy word. It is to talk about all of the convictions about God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, and God's work in human history as revealed through all the writings that are in the scripture. So that's what, when you talk about theology, you're studying God's word, key insights from the writers. Now, you might wonder, of the person who wrote the Bible, you could consider them a, the, a theologian, just like Matthew Henry Spelford and all these commentators are. You are probably wondering, for those particular people, how do they know what really happened? They weren't living all those 2,000 years ago. Well, what happened is, is during the Bible, there were people who witnessed the miracles and the manifestations of Jesus, and they had an accurate account of it. And now all the all everything we read in the Bible is exactly what happened in those days. And if you're asking, well, how do I know? Well, one, my bishop, the one who will be teaching tonight, when he speaks on Sunday, he waits to hear a word from the Lord. So when he gets the word from the Lord, he's actually letting us know what thus saith the Lord. So everything in the Bible is accountable. If you actually look at to Jesus' lineage, to David, and you look at all the miracles that happened in the New Testament, even in the Old Testament, healing the blind, um, allowing them to walk, the woman who just needed to touch him with the little pence, she gave all she had, and that mattered a lot. Well, even in today, when you're at your weakest and darkest hour, the Lord steps in right on time. And that's what we learn when we study the Bible. We learn about the miracles. We learn about the history of Jesus. Now, our approach could be historical. We don't merely arrange the Bible teachings topically. Like, you know, some people might want to start from the beginning and read to the end um, when you're reading the Bible. And there's no specific way to start reading the Bible from beginning to end. I can't tell you which way to read the Bible. You're going to find out what's most comfortable to you. You might pray and let the Lord lead you to a specific or a certain scripture, and that's where we start. Now, the method is also inductive as much as possible because we do make every approach as a theologian. Now, you don't have to go to school to be a theologian. You study in the Bible. You could call yourself a theologian. Now, a typical theologian will study the Bible and possibly go to seminary school at a traditional college, university, or a seminary college or university. Or they might just study the Bible with their pastor or in a group, like a Bible study group, and you could be considered a theologian studying the Bible, but you're not traditional. So what today really is all about is just to let you guys know that the more that we study the Bible, we now could have a title as a theologian, but when we study the Bible, we're getting a close relationship with God because we're getting a sense of reality and understanding of his life and everything that represents him. And that's really share tonight for Inspiration a Thursday. Now, remember, I'm not the preacher. If I find something inspiring, I just want to share it with you in hopes that what I am sharing with you could potentially be inspiring to you, too. So if anything I said tonight will inspire you to get out your Bible, the Bible that we read from at my church is a key KJV. 
that's the type of Bible that we read, but other Bibles could be just as interesting. The word, the word or two changed, but nonetheless, Bible, and you'll enjoy it too. God bless you guys, and thanks for Inspiration Thursday. We're all here is to really learn. So get out your notepad and your pencils to write down these scriptures, and get out your Bibles, and let's get ready to learn. Welcome to Learners Lounge Thursday. Dr. Moore is ready to teach with you now. God bless everyone. God bless you tonight. Amen. Thank God. Once again, amen is to come to you in Radio Land. We are so grateful tonight. Amen. Just to be alive. We thank God, amen, for inspiration time. Praise the Lord as my granddaughter has so beautifully expressed that and explained that to you. But tonight, amen, as we live in, in this hour one time, I am like you. I was thinking about this common salvation. But something else, amen, struck my mind for me to deviate tonight and talk to you, amen, about something else. I don't know how to do this, amen, but I'm going to do it, and that's all of the believers out there to join me in just a minute or two in prayer because we see the situation that we are in right now. And I think all of us, all the grasp of our mind at this hour, and that's God's mercy upon us throughout the whole world. We can see, if you know anything about the word of God, you can see the way, amen, we are traveling. So let's bow ahead for just a minute and I'm going to say, Almighty God, thou knowest, you are not blind of what's going on in this world. But I'm asking you, Lord Jesus, is to keep your people under your blood right now. Those that are not saved, those that are not in the ark of Savior, to save them tonight. Lord God, I'm asking you to let your mercy be shed in all over the world tonight. I'm thanking you for blessing us right now. But as we go forward, we don't know what tomorrow we're going to bring. Let us keep you in the head of our lives. Lord God, even the nations that don't even believe in you right now, we you have mercy upon them. We all touch in the green right now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you tonight, amen. As I said, I'm starting to bring something else tonight. But amen, in the time that we're living in right now, and I, I hope we all is, amen, uh, alerted to the situation that is going on in Israel. And amen, we know if we know anything about the Bible, if this continues on, it's going to affect the whole world. Jesus was seen this a long time ago and told his disciples in the 14th chapter of the book of St. John. He told his disciples this, let not your heart be troubled. And that's where I want to stop right now, amen, and says, 
When we look at the upscaling of what's going on right now, there are many people's heart is being troubled. But Jesus wants to comfort us and let us know, amen, in the time of trouble, he will be our comfortable. So, beloved, as we pray and ask God is to intervene in this situation, I'm going to encourage you to say, let not your heart be troubled. Because if your heart is troubled, you can't get prayer through like you're supposed to. If your heart is troubled, you can't hear the voice of God like you want to. We have to have an intimate relationship with Jesus. At this time, amen, and until the time that he comes, let not your heart be troubled. You believe. You believe. Are you a believer tonight? Are you really a believer? You believe in God. Do you believe in the only and one true God? The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And do you believe in him? The I am that I am. Do you believe? I'm going to say tonight, exert your faith in Jesus. Proverbs 3 and 5 say, listen. He said, trust in the Lord with all, not some of your heart but all of your heart. And don't let your understanding be mixed up. Don't you try to figure this thing out. God already got it figured out. Let not your heart be troubled. I mean, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. Our understanding is unfruitful to the Lord. God said, my ways is not like your ways in the book of Isaiah. Neither my thoughts are like your thoughts. As far as the heaven is from the earth, he says, I think different from you. Talking about humanity. So Jesus foresaw what is coming on in this world, and he's encouraging us, Lo, I will be with you even until the end of the world. No matter what's happening, no matter what we are going through with, did not Jesus say that we are going to hear of wars in the 24th chapter of Matthew and rumors of war? But don't you let your heart be troubled. God is in control. God is in control. Don't be ignorant of God. Ecclesiastes 8, man, 87 says, For he knows not that which shall be. For who can tell him when it is shall be? He will let us go in the life and the liberty of knowledge. We are limited in our knowledge. We don't know, but God knows. He knows what we're facing. He always has knew what we are facing. Let not your heart be troubled. 
You believe in God, you believe also in me. Jesus was saying, amen, if you believe in God, you believe also in me. St. John 1 and 1 says, uh, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So if you believe in God, you believe in Jesus. And the Word was made flesh and dwell among us. We're dealing, amen, with spiritually and natural. At this time, amen, Jesus had not opened up his understanding to, amen, his disciples. But he was letting them know, amen, don't. Let your heart be troubled. He went on down at the second verse and said, In my father's house are many mentioned. That let me know, amen, he had a future in his mind that they was not thinking about. He was letting them know, amen, you are not going to stay on this earth always. Sometimes we... Don't want to accept that we love the earth, amen, more than we love heaven, amen, because we, amen, we, we, we don't want to prepare ourselves sometimes for heaven. But Jesus was letting us know, amen, that in my Father's house are many mentions. And if it was not true, I would not have told you. If it wasn't true, I wouldn't have told you. Don't let your heart be troubled. As you see these things escalating up on the face of the earth, remember Jesus and the children they were going to be. You shall hear a wall and rumors of walls. But don't, don't let your heart be troubled. You should hear of earthquakes in dire places, but don't let your heart be troubled. God is in control. I know some of you think, amen, the Lord is not in control. But in Romans, I believe, the 8th chapter, amen, and the 28th verse, amen, I believe it reads and says that, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love is God. And to them who are the who are the calling call according to his purpose. Amen. All things is working together. We may not never understand we're just human. But every amen, all things working together for good to them that love is the Lord. Now, remember, amen, he was saying, amen, these things is going to come to pass, but the end is not yet. Oh, praise the Lord, we're going to experience things, amen, that our heart will fear. And our, amen, we are faint for some of the things that we see is coming up on the face of the earth. We don't, amen, we don't, we don't want to realize, we don't want to realize what Israel is going through right now. Little babies, heads being cut off. Mothers is being killed. Many of them is being killed. 
like 2023. It just don't seem to be real, but it's real. It's real. I've read a report, amen, I don't know how accurate it is, but today, amen, Hamas has invaded the United States. And we don't know, amen, where Satan is. Now, we don't know where his traps at, but don't let your heart be troubled. And Jesus is talking to us here. He was letting us know, I'm going away. And I'm going to prepare a place for you. He letting us know, amen, this country that we're living in now is not ours. And we don't know how we're going to leave here. You can't depend upon your military power. Still a power. You can't depend upon your government. You can't depend upon your president. Amen. God got this thing orchestrated. And God got it in hand. So, beloved, tonight, as I look into the word of God, if I go, amen, he said, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. Amen. We know according to the word of God, amen, according to Revelation, amen, Jesus has went away to prepare a place for his bride. And amen, he's coming back and his bride. But that does not, amen, eliminate the suffering that we may have to go through. He said, in this world, in this world where we're living in, you're going to have trial. In this world, you're going to have tribulation. In this world, you're going to be afflicted. Let us tighten up our prayer line, our prayer life. The Lord is not playing, and we can see it, amen, right before our eyes. We pray, amen, that God does not let this thing escalate, amen, too much. But we know the end is coming. We can't stop that. We might as well say knowledge, amen, but the end is coming, and destruction is coming in earth. Church is the end to come. But Jesus said, I go away to prepare a place for you. That where I am, where I am, now amen, when Jesus spoke these words and said, amen, I go away to prepare a place for you, he was talking about all believers that will follow him, all believers that will obey him. I'm not talking about lip service obey, but I'm talking about heart obey. If we don't obey him from our heart, our lips is in vain. And as I see, amen, in this time, we got a many lip serving Christians. I love the Lord, they say, but they never stop doing the things of the world. You see, this is a self-denial way. You either obey the Lord or you be lost. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't go into anxiety. 
Because, amen, you hear what's going on right now. Jesus says, amen, when you see these things, when you, when you see these things, amen, taking place in the land right now, he says, look up, look up. Come on, children. Because your redemption is drawing now. Jesus, I'm coming back to get you out of this old, sinful, corrupted earth. I done went away to prepare a place for you. And you know, amen, according to the word of God, there is going to be trouble up on this earth. We're headed, amen, universal. All over the world, we're going to experience trouble like never before. But you know, if you die out of your sin now, you won't have to die no more. Jesus is saying, I go away to prepare a place for you. And where I am, there ye may. And where, what he meant by there ye may, if you keep his commandments, you will be there. But if you do not keep his commandments, you are not going to be there. There ye may be also. The, 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 the doors is wide open to ever who wants to come in and obey and submit themselves to his will. But if you don't, you don't. Obey him like he says. Only the pure in heart, for they shall see God. We're living in a time, amen, that people just making fun of believers, real, true believers. They're scoffing at the church people. That is because simply they don't understand the ways of the Lord. But when these climates fall down upon men, and men began to pray, and they began to cry out, it may be too late. But believers, I'm talking to the disciples of Jesus Christ. And if you want to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, I will have to tell you, amen, as Peter said on the day of Pentecost, repent, every one of you. And be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If you don't know him, and if you have not saw him, amen, and seeking the Holy Ghost, believers, you need to receive the Holy Ghost. Jesus went on down to look for the and said, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. Oh, he's coming. He is coming, and nobody is able to stop him from coming. We don't know the hour. We don't know the minute when the Son of Man shall come, but he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Wine come before. Wine goes before destruction. Don't be ignorant, praise the Lord. He's coming. For he's almighty God. He's not just a, a God. He's almighty. There is none like him. There is none equal to him. He is God all by himself. He don't need nobody to counsel with him. When trouble comes, amen, he don't have to call a council meeting with the angels. He counsels his own self.
I go away to prepare a place for you. Look, amen. Look, look how well he thought of us. Not only did he think of us like that, amen, but when there was nobody could take out a bond, nobody to pay the price for us, he says, amen, prepare me about it, and I will go down. I will die. Oh, hallelujah. Then he turned right around and said, I came into my own, and my own received me now. Payday is coming, children. Payday is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. We don't know. Oh, my God. As I picture in my mind, I think about those children. I think about those parents. My heart bleeds. And I know amen, it can happen right here in the United States. If Hamas already invading, you don't know where amen the enemy is at. He could be living next door to you. You'd never know. But Jesus says this. This could be it always has meant a lot to me, but until now, it is really opening up my understanding. I go away to prepare a place, and I will come again and receive you unto myself. I will come again, and I will receive you. You got to be righteous. You got to be holy. You got to be clean. For Jesus is to receive you. You can't live no any kind of life and expect when Jesus comes. You can go back with him. Many going to say in that day, Lord, Lord, did not I prophesize in your name. Lord, did not I preach in your name. Lord, did not go on mission in your name. He's going to say, depart from me. I know you did not because your work was in iniquity. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God? Jesus said, you believe also in me. He began to say it a little further unto them. And where I am, where I am, where I'll be, that's where you will be. And where I am, there ye may be also. God fills the heaven and the earth. Then he began to say, and whether I go, ye know, and the way, you know. That piece of amen, humanity's curiosity. There was one by the name of Thomas, didn't quite understand what he was talking about. What do you mean, Jesus? And whether I go, you know. And the way, you know. Jesus plainly told them, Jesus is the way. If you want eternal life tonight, the only amen way that you can have eternal life, that is through Jesus Christ. If you go up, or try to take any other belief 
Then the way of Jesus, you're climbing as a thief in the night. You're climbing wrong. You ain't getting to heaven in no other way. He's the eye of the door. You've got to come through the door. And Jesus said, I am the door. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If any man will open, he said, I will come in and I will serve with him. You've got to open up. And you've got to let Jesus in. And when Jesus comes into you, he brings something within, with, with you. He brings a different type of lifestyle than what you've been used to living. No, beloved, now let me say this. I will say, man, I have not been saved all of my life. I don't know, I want to let you know, amen. I was like some of you right now. Yes, I went to the club. Yes, I drank. Yes, I smoked. Yes, I danced. And all the things that I did was not pleasing to the Lord, but I was not claiming no salvation. But when Jesus saved me, he picked me up from all of that. That's been over 62 years. Now, I've been giving him all I know how. Paul said, not that I have already obtained, but I'm pressing toward the mark of a higher call in Christ Jesus. I'm pressing. I hope you are pressing today. But as you see life, Terrible is coming before you. And don't be troubled. Don't get to the point you you can't pray because of what you see on TV and what people will be telling you by words or by letter or even by spirit. Don't be troubled. And it is troublesome time because our nature, our human nature, when they see disaster like this, yes, it fears. Perfect love, perfect love casts out all fear. And Jesus began to say to Thomas, and that word Thomas can be exchanged unto either one of your names right now. Ever what your name is? If you've got some doubt in your mind, you could be doubting Thomas. Thomas says unto him, Lord, he recognizes least as Lord. We know not where thou goest. We don't know where you're going. And how can we know the way? Thomas was honest in his opinion. Lord, if you leave here, we don't know where you're going. And how can we know the way? Jesus replied and said unto Thomas, remember, any of us could be a doubting Thomas. What do you mean? You are the way. Listen, children. God made earth for mankind, but sin has come in and destroyed what God has made for man. Now he has made a new heaven and a new earth where there will be no sin. And he'll rule it with the word of I himself. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, 
am, I am that I am. When Moses, amen, was on the back side of Egypt, and he asked God what his name, he said, I am that I am. I can be ever what I want, when I want to. I'm God. I am. I am here today with you. I'm your bread. I'm your water. I'm your something. Amen. Of, of, of life. I am. So don't be troubled. Jesus said, I am. He's, I am. I am. I am the way. It ain't for one way. Mankind has tried to make all kind of ways, amen, uh, uh, more than one way to get into heaven, but amen, according to the word of God, according to the one that created the heaven and the earth, my God, he said, it ain't but one way, and that is through Jesus. I know that put a, a lot of doubt on a lot of folks because, hey, man, you think it's a lot of ways you can get into heaven. It ain't but one road. And he says, try to enter in as a straight gate. It's now you will see a traveler every now and then. But Broadway, that's, that's, that's many ways. Broadway is crowded. You see, amen, people, amen, flocking to, amen, churches and synagogues. That's Broadway. But the real way is a narrow way. The real way of self-denial. You have to deny yourself. You can't do what you want, your flesh would want to do when you follow Jesus Christ. Yes, your flesh may crave. Amen. For a cigarette, a drink. Amen. But when you eat Jesus, you can't do it. Matter of fact, as you grow in him, you don't want to do it. The Bible says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that great man by God forbids us? Oh, the Lord loved me. Yeah, he loved you. But if you don't obey his commandment in hell, you're going to lift up your eyes. Jesus says, I am the way. I am the way. I am the way, the truth. Not only amen am I the way. I'm the truth. When Pilate was standing before, amen, when Jesus was standing before Pilate, Pilate wanted to know, well, what is truth? I can say to you, amen, the word of God that you read. And if you read it every day, amen, you're standing, amen, you're looking at truth, but you can't recognize it. Ask God to show you what truth is. Truth is standing right in your home, and you won't pick it up. You think that that's just a book, amen, but that is truth, because that is God's word. I am the way, and I am the truth. And I'm the light. Amen. Truth will cause you to have life that you can live and have it more plentiful or more abundantly. Amen. You should know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Are you free tonight? Have you allowed the Lord to set you free? (laughs) 
God bless you. We live in, in this day and time. <clears throat> Thomas, amen, was curious and says, amen. Uh, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. You can't get to God except you come through the Son of God. You got to come to the flesh, which was the Son of God, in order to be connected with God. God was in that flesh. When Jesus was walking on earth, God was in that flesh. But you got to come to the Son to get to God. So he letting us know tonight, amen. Children, come on. It's prayer time. It's time. For us to have a revival in our home this time, amen, for you to stop being so loose-minded and think that the world is going to continue on and continue on. This world is coming to an end. It's coming to an end. Just as it was, amen, the days of Noah. God, amen, didn't allow but eight souls to be saved. This, this world is coming to an end. Every little play toy you have and, and every little thing, amen, you think you got is it, gonna be the it's gonna be amen demolished. We are here temporary. You can't take nothing with you into heaven. Oh my God. Thomas Thomas said, if you have known me. Jesus said, if you have known me, you should have known my Father also. If you were to know, if you know me, you will know my Father. If you could grasp for who I am by the miracles that I do, the works that I do, then you can see the Father. But you can't see the Father if you don't know who I am. And from henceforth, ye know him and have seen him. And they're wondering, how can I see God? You see God through the very works of Jesus Christ. No, Nicodemus said, no man can do these things except God be with him. You got to look beyond the flesh that we're walking on earth and look at the spirit that come out of that flesh. That was the manifestation of the power of God. That was God. So Jesus was letting Thomas know, Amen, that we're gonna leave him one day. And I went away to prepare a place for you. And where I am, there ye may be also. There was another one of his disciples says, Phillips. Philip was slow and hard. He didn't kick on as fast as the other disciples did. He said, Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it will suffice us. Now all the miracles that Jesus had done, turning water into wine, 
feeding 5,000 with two little fishes and, amen, five loaves of bread. All the miracles that they looked at Jesus and walking on the water. They still wanted to see God. Can't nobody do these things but God. But Philip said, man, being a slow believer, he said, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffice us. And Jesus said unto him, have I been so long a time with you? Have not I healed you? Have not I fed you? Have not I closed you? Have not I opened doors up for you? And yet, you don't know me. You don't recognize who's doing all this for you? Let me know today, man. Some is still in that atmosphere. Jesus has done so much for mankind, and yet they don't know him. Have I been so long a time with you, and yet have I not known me? Philip, he that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? You've got to ask God for some spiritually revelation. Remember, amen, in Matthew's amen, where Jesus told Peter, Peter, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. And he said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bojol, because flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. Peter said, Thou art the Christ. You are the anointed one, the Son of the living God. He got a divine revelation. And in order for us to see Jesus as who he is, you've got to get a divine revelation. If you're only looking at Jesus through the flesh, you never will understand who he is. He was God manifesting in the flesh. He was God manifested in the flesh. Second Timothy, I believe, 2 and 16. Great is the controversy. We don't have to argue about who God is. God was made known in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, and then received on up in the ghost. God, capital G-O-D. Let not your heart be troubled, my beloved. Paul says we're living in perilous times. We're living in difficult times. We're living in times that men think more of themselves than they think of God. They're high-minded, they're headlonged, they're hard-headed, and they're disobedient. But God got a way to bring us down. <clears throat> Now, my brother and sister, let me say he's not willing that any should perish. That's why the Lord have not come. Amen. He's a long-suffering God. He's not willing that any should perish. So don't you think, amen, he don't want to save you. Amen. He already paid the price, but you've got to open up your heart and come to him. Perilous time, difficult time to be a Christian. When you really amen, say amen that I really belong to Jesus, 
You don't you don't have very many friends. You don't have very many associates because, amen, you don't go to the places that they go to. Your conversation is different from their conversation. If any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. Old things, that old life that, amen, you used to have, you don't have to know. Old things pass away, and behold, all things become new. Draw nigh to the Lord, and he will draw nigh unto you. In my father's house, listen, I've many mentioned, but if it was not so, I wouldn't have told you. But I go away, that future, look at amen. I go away to prepare a place for you, and that is amen, exactly what Jesus has done. He, amen, has went away to prepare a place for us. And the Lord began to say, believe it, believe thou not that I am in the Father and the Father's in me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. It's not me speaking. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he does the work. It is the Spirit of God that is on the inside of this flesh that does the work. It's the, it's the Spirit of God you see on the inside is healing and open the eyes of the blind and forgiving sin. It is the Spirit of God on the inside of me. Don't let your heart be troubled. Amen. You believe in God, believe also in me. And I know tonight, amen, men have a heart is trouble. As we see the gruesome pictures, amen, and see the missiles and things, amen, that is being hailed over into Israel, our heart is troubled. We are praying for them. Pray for Jerusalem. Psalms, amen. Pray for Jerusalem. Oh, my God. It's prayer time. It is prayer time, prayer time, children. It is prayer time. Pour out your heart to the Lord. Pour your heart out to the Lord. Amen. Make sure that you are keeping the commandments of the Lord. You can't keep them one day, amen, to raise hell uh, uh, all the rest of the week. You can't just keep him on Sunday, amen, and all the week you're done saying is not pleasing to the Lord. You can't do that. You are not a, you are not a Christian. You're not saved if you do those things. You're just honoring him with your lips, with your heart. is far from him. God bless you and ready your man tonight. Pray with Dr. Moore, amen that we all come together in these trying times that we're living in. And amen, I'm going to say tonight again, let not your heart be troubled. Put your faith in Jesus. He is the creator of heaven and earth. And he has never lost his power. And he never will lose his power. He said, but I'm coming back again. I'm coming back again. Uh, uh, the Terminator says, I will return. Jesus said, I will return. And he's coming. He's coming. 
Amen. I hope he catch you. Amen. With your work completed in him. This is Dr. Morgan. I saying God bless you. Thank you for listening tonight. Pray for us, amen, that we be a one mind and one accord. Ever when he comes, we must be ready to meet him. Amen and amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.